a little serious, a little silly, a perfect balance to start your day. Family Life Mornings. Okay, imagine you're having a crazy, busy Monday morning. Oh, yeah, that's not hard to imagine, right? Okay, kids finally get off to school. So you're like, okay, I'm going to hop in the shower now. And then the house starts to shake. This is what happened to Tyler. Uh, He goes bolting out of the shower. He runs toward the noise. And that's when he sees it. A bulldozer. A bulldozer is coming through the front of his house. And he's like waving his... Finally, the bulldozer driver sees him and stops. I mean, the entryway is like crumbled to the ground. Wrong house. Whoops. Oh. Wrong house house and so they're gonna get it fixed thankfully i mean he didn't make it further than that it could have been disastrous but if you think you're having a bad day at least you're not a bulldozer driver who showed up at the wrong house on demo day right (laughs) thanks for choosing to start the day with us family life mornings a real life example of the difference between sympathy and empathy scott is a guy who loves his dog. He loves animals. However, where he lives, he cannot have a dog. But that doesn't stop him from going to the local animal shelter in Kansas City, where he visits all the time. And Queen is a three-year-old terrier mix who's been in there for 400 days. Wow. And Scott, that bothers Scotty. Oh, Queen needs to be adopted. So sympathy would be, okay, I need to spread the word around and tell people, hey, go in and see Queen, a three-year-old. Go see. Or empathy would be moving into the animal shelter. What? Scott has moved, he's packed a suitcase, and moved into the kennel no. uh, with the uh, dog. There's room for both of them. And he stays there, and he's going to stay there. Now, he does go to work, but he's going to do it every day until Queen gets adopted because he has a feeling. He's he just Queen has stolen his heart, and he can't have Queen because of where he lives, but he wants other people, right. someone, to a- adopt Queen. Now, again, Scott goes to work every day, and I can only imagine people at work going, Hey, has Queen been adopted yet? Oh, I guess not. (laughs) Family Life Mornings with Steve, Therese, and Randy. Who knew a weekday morning could be this fun? You know, as you spend more and more time with people, you realize that conflict, it happens. You can't really avoid it. And so don't try to avoid it. Just find better ways to resolve it. When I heard this idea, I thought, what a great way to deal with conflict. It's called the 555 method. And the idea is that not all of us are the same in how we express ourselves. Some of us are better talkers. And we talk, 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 talk. We never actually listen. And then some of us, we just don't speak as much and I don't know anything about that. Uh, But the idea with this method is that everybody gets to speak. So two people, one person talks for five minutes. The other person listens. And then the other person talks for five minutes. And that other person listens. And then for five minutes, they discuss. And usually after both sides have been heard, the two people will realize that they've come to more of a reconciliation. I know you're trying not to talk right now. I don't like this idea. <laughs> Why? Why don't you like this idea? I was just giving you practice. It's about conflict. So I just thought I'd see Oh, what so you're do. just trying to disagree with me on purpose? Yeah, just to see what you I do. I hear newsflash for right. you, Steve. When it comes to conflict, uh, yeah. you don't need practice. <laughs> Start your day with three good eggs who go over easy. It's Steve, Teresa, and Randy on Family Life, a friend you can turn to. The Bible tells us we should be thankful in all things. But mm-hmm. however, we must admit that from time to time, people want the diff- something different than they are. For instance, 
you've heard people who are short, want to be taller. Maybe right. people who have mm, blonde hair, want to have dark hair. People who have short hair, want to have whatever. People want the opposite of what they are many times. Right. And, uh, so, oh, speaking of hair, how about you wake up this morning and you have... Pillow hair. Now, there are some people who don't have any hair at all that wish they had pillow hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> just want to have pillow hair. How about hat hair? You've heard of that as well, right? Yes. You wear the hat. Mm-hmm. It looks That's a little right. funny. Well, hat hair can be a good thing thanks to some researchers at University of Wisconsin-Madison. They have now, they have gathered the hair growth stimulation that you put a hat on. Uh-huh. If you have early pattern baldness, put a hat on. And it gathers energy somehow through this device uh, from your body's day-to-day motion. So apparently the more you move around, it stimulates some things in the hat that will make your hair grow. (laughs) Now, now, (laughs) what are you laughing at? Well, I see this guy with the hat who's like shaking all over the place. I was thinking the same thing. It's like, I'm going to go to the gym and work out really hard. I don't want to see him. Now, don't get really excited. This is not, this is early pattern baldness. If you've been completely bald for two or three years, you are not going to put the hat on and look like Rapunzel. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to happen. But uh, yeah, just a reminder to be thankful. Wherever you are, whatever you have or don't have, be thankful to the Lord today. This is Family Life. A friend you can turn to. You know, you wake up and you get your gear on and you go to the gym and stop, turn the car around, head back home. This is not the time to work out. I was uh, reading about our brain and how our brain works. First thing in the morning is when our brain is the sharpest. (laughs) Which I find, oh, it's just, yeah. doesn't make so, for the rest of the day. Doesn't bode well. So it's for me. not getting any better than this. So they say the best thing to do first thing in the morning is your thinking stuff. This is when you should strategize. This is when you should plan. This uh-huh. is when you should schedule out your day and you know write all the really big. Th- and then this afternoon, you know, when you're like zombie face uh-huh. sitting, that's when you should be at the gym because you can still be zombie and like be on the treadmill, but it's. You know, it's a waste. It's a waste of your brain. So if you're on the way to the gym, I will not waste my brain in this way. Turn around, go home, and work out later. You know what I have to say about that? Duh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Family Life Mornings with Steve, Therese, and Randy. Thanks for making us part of your day. We're a friend you can turn to. There's a Jewish group, a, a good-sized group in New York City that is dedicated to promoting and preserving the Yiddish language. Mm-hmm. So they have started a class to teach dogs commands in Yiddish. Now, here's something. <laughs> of the many things I love about this job, one of, I never expected to come in this morning talking about Yiddish for dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yiddish. Yeah. Right. Okay. yeah. All right. And go. and so they're doing that. And one lady said, well, if anything, it's helping my children mm. at least hear some Yiddish terms. But uh, some of them, and I'm thinking this could be confusing for, for the dog if you're doing it in English and then Yiddish. Because, like, sit is zits. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> no. So it's, it's like, okay. Now, come is the same thing. Okay. So uh-huh. pretty good, good there. Right. But the whole idea is just to teach the dogs to obey in two different languages. And after the class, the first class was over, a lot of the people were cavelling 
over their dogs. Were they cavelling oh, or were they kvetching? The, oh, they were cavelling. <laughs> That's good, right? That means oh. they were gushing Ooh, over how yes. well their dogs were. So very, very well done. Right. Yes. Yeah, you just have to have the chutzpah to do it is what it is. <laughs> They're here to wake you up, pick you up, and lift you up. Steve, Therese, and Randy on Family Life. A friend you can turn to. I am going to raise the flag of the underappreciated punctuation marks ones that i have never used uh so i know they're underappreciated because i know as one person i've never used i didn't know there was a because sign it's uh, basically a triangle of dots it's like two eyes and a nose if you just do a dot like two eyes and a nose that means because and i Hmm. never have used that didn't know that even existed now you know the exclamation point and you know the comma here's one i have never used you know there's an exclamation comma have you ever used it no I have never either, but there is one, and you can use it in the middle of a sentence. Just because you're really excited about something doesn't mean you have to finish the sentence. doesn't necessarily mean the end of a thought or a sentence. So you can have an exclamation comma, and it is an exclamation point, and then a comma. And that's considered a complete sentence then? No, you just keep on going. I oh, mean, right. yeah, you don't finish like the you sentence. Could that's say, the point. Okay. Steve yeah. is amazing, exclamation point, comma, because he brought us this incredible information. Exactly, yeah. Starting your day with a smile and a dose of encouragement, too. Family Life Mornings. So a company in Michigan was trying to set a new Guinness World Record oh, for... A lint ball. What? They, yeah. They wanted to get the heaviest lint ball ever, uh-huh. and they did set a new record because they got this ball of lint weighing in at 690 pounds. No! That's a lot of lint. <laughs> That's a lot of lint. And <laughs> afterwards, they torched it, lit it on fire, oh. and it lit up the whole sky. Oh, yeah. And then they had the fire department there, and they yeah, eventually put it out. But I'm, I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking 690. 90 pound lint ball. I guarantee you, you step on the scales this morning after pulling that out of your belly button, <laughs> you're going to be happy with the oh, weight loss. I guess. <laughs> Wouldn't you? I think so, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you have that much lint in your belly button and you haven't noticed, you have bigger <laughs> issues than your weight. Family Life Mornings, the nicest way to start your day on Family Life. Ready to smile? I mean, you're gonna, yes. You're gonna no. Smile. I'm not going to <laughs> okay. smile. Okay, have that attitude. This will, this will See make See if it. I cannot smile. Right, because, I mean, some people wake up and they're smiling right now, but some people, like you said, Therese, maybe they're just Smiling's like... Smiling's oh, my dude. favorite. Okay, but here we go. Okay. You're stranded out in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Your smile hadn't happened yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's not that's something not to smile good about. You're right. out there, and you're on a, but all of a sudden you look out, and you see some rubber duckies, little yellow rubber duckies, and you're like, what are they doing there? I just found out that back in the 90s, 30,000 rubber duckies uh, went, they they had a shipment. Some boat had a shipment and it went over. They lost it. And so still to this day, I I can't tell you exactly where, but all of a sudden they're just floating all, you know, in different places. And wouldn't that make you smile in the middle of the ocean if you're, well, of course the the duckies wouldn't help you get out of being stranded. Okay, here's another one. Okay. Deals with the water again. I've never seen an otter. I have never seen an otter in person. Oh, really? Except for maybe, I mean. Like at the zoo or something? At the zoo, I've seen that, but not like out. In in the wild. In the wild. Yeah, I've never seen an otter like that. But I didn't know that when two otters are floating Uh on their back, they're holding hands. It's so cute. Oh, wow. Isn't that neat? I didn't know otters had hands. (laughs) (laughs) 
We're so glad you're waking up with Family Life Mornings. It's nice to start a day with you. We're Family Life. Would you drive to work with your eyes shut? No. Of course you wouldn't, right? (laughs) And there's a great marriage lesson for you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, these two have been married for 60 years, Milton Uh and Bernice. They actually just renewed their vows in church because they had originally gotten married on the front porch. But, of course, when anybody gets to, like, 60 years, we want to know. What's the secret? How did you do it? Well, first of all, they pray together every night, which is huge to make prayer part of it. But then they said marriage is a lot like driving, Mm -hmm. because when you're driving, you have to keep your eyes on the road, right? Right. And when you're married, you have to keep your eyes on God. Oh, That's the difference. That's how you get to 60 years of wedded bliss. Thanks for making us a part of your day. We're a friend you can turn to. Family life. Who came up with this idea? Who came up with the idea idea? that today Uh would be National Pancake Day? It is... It's it's a school day. How are you supposed to make pancakes on a school uh, yeah, day? A little more involved than just a typical bowl exactly. of cereal or something. Right, yeah. right. Mm. But then yeah. I realized, yeah. wait a second. Now I know it's for dinner. It's National Pancake Day. Oh, Whoa, pancakes yeah. for dinner? <laughs> I could do that all so. day. That's a great memory for me because my dad didn't mm-hmm. like having pancakes or breakfast for dinner. He was not a fan of that. Okay. So he would take some business trips occasionally. And every time dad would go away on a business trip, <laughs> my brother, sister, and I would say, Mom, Mom, can we have pancakes for dinner? She goes, all right. So it was like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, so we loved our dad. But, have... <laughs> but you like pancakes too. Oh, <laughs> right. Pancakes yeah. for dinner. Great. I can't wait. So there you go. Are you a, uh, do you plain pancake or do you put anything in, Man, like you stuff your pancakes with anything? I like the stuff. I like blueberries. Blueberries are nice. chocolate chips. Oh, Audrey loves chocolate chips. Randy, See, I go for the plain. Yeah. I like the plain and then yeah. lots of maple, real maple syrup on them. Oh, oh one more quick thing, because I this, yeah, yeah. this is uh-huh. a whole thing. Do you, when you get your pancakes, do you put the syrup on first? Do you cut them up first and then pour it on? How do you do it? Therese, how do you do it? I'm a dipper, so I'll cut it and then I have to dip it so that you get the oh. most connection between your tongue and the maple syrup. Oh, no, I don't mm. do that. It doesn't I, soak in. I cut them up first and then uh-huh. pour the syrup on to get it more soaked in. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. What do you See, do, I pour the syrup on and let it start soaking. Then uh-huh. I cut it up. Then I pour more syrup no. on. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh. Randy isn't oh, all for man. National Pancake Day. He's oh. all for National <laughs> Maple Syrup <laughs> Day. That's what it is. Well, you could start your day without syrup. Steve, Therese, and Randy. But why would you want to? We're Family Life, a friend you can turn to.